Chapter One The girl pulled the hood of her cloak over her head and stepped into the deep cover of night. She went softly, keeping to the darkest places whenever possible. The stables were only a short distance from her home, a walk she could normally do with her eyes closed. But tonight, her skin crawled with fear and her heart was cold with premonition. Too often, she had gone to Ethan in the deepest night, those hours just before dawn, the ghosts of her dead lovers dancing around her, dark shadows of her tortured mind. She pulled her cloak tighter against the chill autumn night and fought the urge to run. Up ahead, she could make out the gates to the stables. Her Ethan would be of age in a few days, and then they would marry secretly and run away as far as her gold links would take them, far from the terror that stalked her, from the evil some called love. She made her way to the side door, which Ethan always left unlocked for her, and she gently pushed it open, mindful not to let it creak. She stepped inside and pulled the door behind her. The grounds were quiet, but for the mournful keen of the cold October breeze and the sputter of golden torchlight in the still gentle chill, she crossed the yard quickly and entered the sheltered stable. Inside, the air was warm and smelled of dry grass and horses. The warm orange glow of a dim lantern at the far end of the aisle beckoned. She called softly to Ethan, but he did not answer. She moved between the stalls towards the back, where he had his small quarters. She smiled as she imagined him stalking the small wood stove and making the room warm and cozy, a small haven for lovers trysting and hiding from evil. But she found the room neat and empty, the small bed perfectly made, the wood stove icy cold. Her eyes went instantly to the peg on the wall where his cloak should be. It was empty. His boots, normally lined neatly under the cloak, were gone. Her heart suddenly thundering in her ears, she fought the rising panic. Ethan was not here. He knew better than most not to go out into the night. She could, because she was safe, but he was not, and he had no reason to venture out. Dawn was only a few hours away, and even Daniel's pub, which her family owned, had closed long before midnight. There was nothing but darkness and wilderness out there, and sometimes death. Drowning in her panic, she tried to think clearly. He probably went outside to secure some loose board that was banging in the wind, or maybe he went to the well for water, or to the woodpile for extra logs. With hope in her heart, she walked briskly back outside and checked the well. Then she went to the large stack of weathered wood, and after did a round of the yard, always calling out low for her lover. The only answer she got was the keening of the wind, the crackle of twig and pebble, and the far-off echo of a dog's bark. In full terror now, she went back inside and searched down the aisles, looking into every stall, searching every dark corner, opening every cubbyhole twice, three times, and then again. Defeated, she returned to his room to stand in the center like a statue of a Madonna, hands clasped at her breast, eyes pleading in supplication. She stared at the door, willing Ethan to come through it. 
She prayed to the God she had no faith in anymore. She kept vigil for what was left of the night until her legs gave out and she fell to the floor and curled up icy cold and trembling to await her doom. She knew now that Ethan would never return to her. Like those before him, death in the guise of love had found him.